0: Hello and welcome to TV, it's all we've got. I'm Lauren Danekian, and you are listening to myself and my dad.
1: Uh, George (laughs) Denekian.
0: And we are here to talk about two TV shows that we have watched during the week. And shall I just say, it's not just two regular TV shows, it's two shows that we have recommended the other person to watch. So it may not necessarily be something we've been excited to watch, which I think is very much the case for you this week, Dad.
1: Uh, Look, for me, it's always interesting to be given a chore to do or to take Mm -hmm. up a challenge. Um, It's very difficult for an anchor man to be sitting back and not being the sort of leader of the pack. But I'm delighted Uh to be able to sit back and watch you be creative and also tell the story and give people a sense of why we do the podcast in this virtual theatre of ours with a virtual audience and an opportunity to, you know, basically tell our story through the podcast, which you, I I reckon, have lovingly titled TV is All We've Got.
0: And (laughs) And it it
1: harks back back to the very beginning of um, the the first time I think I took you to the theatre when you would have been all of, what, three?
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, look, Sydney um, came out of kind of lockdown and had our first freedom week last week, and the first thing that Are I you did. Serious? Yeah, the first thing because, that because I did. In
1: Victoria, we're still locked down.
0: Isn't it? Isn't it Thursday?
1: Oh no, it's midnight oh. Thursday, oh. which essentially <laughs> so Friday. is Friday. But this is the stupidity okay. of the argument. I mean, yeah. there's this inordinate excitement this artificial excitement that is mm. and it's now being called freedom day and there's yeah. actually a countdown clock on oh Imagine. yeah dad i know we've, we been denied. we've been in prison for virtually i don't know longer than 270 odd days mm. now, you wouldn't do that to someone you hate and this is supposed to be your constituents but clearly it's been a, an awkward situation for everybody um, I, I feel for a great many families. I, I feel for the businessmen and women. It's mm. been it's been um, like prison, and people will say, "Oh, you're you're being extraordinarily unreasonable." You know, you've you, you've been living in the lucky country. Yes, yes, yes. I understand all that, but this is a government directive that has cost people careers, has cost yeah. people livelihoods and businesses. There are men and women and families that have, you know, built businesses up for the last 30, 40 years and mm. lost them like that, and yeah. not because the businesses aren't good, not because they don't rate, but because the government chose uh, following a safety order to close the, the economy down and tell people to stay at home. That's a mm. very, very harsh way to do what it needs to do. I understand the safety component we've seen it around the world and we've seen the numbers go up and down like yo-yos but at the yeah. end of the day uh, governments need to govern the best way to do that is to take the medical advice it, it's not the be-all and end all the medical advice that's where mm. leaders show their colors and actually take on board the the, the risks and um yeah. i think and i think what we've seen in victoria has been something that's got out of kilter well and truly has caused enormous upheaval, uh, mm. mental health issues that will linger long after we come out of you know this yep. lockdown. So, um, what an extraordinary idea for you or from you to suggest! What a great way for us to to connect. to uh, keep up with one stay another connected. and connect. Yeah, yes, yeah, stay connected uh, during this lockdown uh, is to create a podcast that talks about bringing people together. That talks about. Yeah. Fun cinema, fun theatre, mm-hmm. fun movies. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's also given you and I a chance to uh, find out a whole lot about each other that maybe we missed uh, while yeah. you were growing up and I was working. And yeah. and, it's, and it's one of those terrible concessions that as a parent you got to sit there and say, I don't think all of my decisions were very smart. And on reflection, but- some, some of them didn't work. And I I apologise profusely uh, for causing upheaval. It's uh, very nice. You know what? Thank you. But the nicest thing is, um, I sit back and reflect, and every time I watch you do what we do each and every week, I actually get a huge buzz. Um, oh, really? Watching, yeah, watching you. I, I sit there, get thinking to myself, this girl could be doing her own television show, or for that matter, her own radio Stop. show.
0: Oh, well, you know, that's that's always been the dream. Coming out of school was definitely hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang to on. do radio.
1: I thought I thought you wanted to do stand-up comedy.
0: Oh, I mean, yes, but hey, anybody that starts in stand-up ends up in radio. So, <laughs> I'll this do everything is true. backwards. This is if true. that's the if yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. case, I'll do it all I, backwards.
1: I, I think the greatest to? way to get into radio is to be a participant in Big Brother. Mm. Right? Oh, do you know so, what? That's so what many... that
0: seriously, I yeah. applied for it. Didn't get in because clearly what? What now, I'm not competitive enough for this this stream of Big Brother, I guess. It's not just a whole group of people sitting around having a chat now. It's literally competition, which I'm no good at. You know me. I'm I'm
1: I don't believe I'm, that.
0: I don't have a competitive streak in my body at all. That is probably why you and I do not get along when it comes to sports because I just don't – I feel bad for the underdog. I always want the underdog to win. Then I feel bad for the loser. Then I feel bad for the people that are supporting the loser. Like I'm
1: I'm a little too empathetic. You and I, since this podcast series began, have run Mm. through a series of shows and one of them that we both love is called Ted Lasso. It's just seen two seasons come and go. And we've now confirmed that a third season's coming. And lo and behold, Nasty Nate Nate. is going to be a huge character in Season Mm 3. And remember, this is the groundsman in the series who no one knew or cared about until Ted Lasso gave him his lucky break. And now he thinks he should be the manager of the football club, so much so. Mm -hmm that he's taken up an invitation to cross the leagues and go to one of the arch enemies of... Yeah, AMC. spoiler alert. Yeah. So it's on for young and old. I think <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see who you varicade yeah. for. Are you going to be barracking for Ted or the nasty Nate?
0: Well, I guess in this case, Ted is still considered the underdog, right? Yep. Because That's Nate knows the game. Correct. So... Yeah, I'm still going for Ted.
1: So you are competing. You are battling.
0: Well, You're being, you're
1: being, you're contesting it.
0: But it's only because I don't agree with Nate's terminology and (laughs) what his brain is doing right at the moment. But before we were talking about all of this, I was talking about the first thing I did on my first weekend of Freedom, which was last weekend. I went to the movies. (laughs) Can you believe it? I went and I sat in a cinema with one, two, three couples and myself. So there were seven people in the whole cinema.
1: In the dark.
0: In the dark with a mask on. Yep. It was great. Seriously. It was like basically every night that I spend at home, but just with other people.
1: So what Sitting did in you the watch? Dark,
0: watching TV. So I watched Jake Johnson's new movie Ride the Eagle, Ride the which Eagle. is incredible. He co-wrote it, um, stars in it. You can tell that it was filmed during COVID because there's very little scenes where he's actually in a scene with someone else, but it's so well done. It is so well done.
1: Okay, so when right that here comes, right here when that
0: comes onto one of our streaming services, which are better sooner rather than later, because I can't go see it every weekend at the movies, <laughs> um, even though that's what I want to do, I'll make you watch it because it's really good.
1: All right, speaking of making me watch it or making you watch it, uh, what yes. was the, our task this week for the podcast?
0: So this week I asked you to watch Nine Perfect Strangers, which is now streaming on Binge, was originally on Foxtel. Stars Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Asher Keddie, um, Samara Weaving.
1: Luke Evans, the Welshman. Luke Evans. Who you the old may Robbie. remember. Who you may remember as Dracula, and also he played a character in Fast and Furious, um, Hobbs he also and also played Shaw.
0: Gaston in Beauty and the Beast.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> so he has um, he has a wide array of talents, and uh, in this particular instance, we won't we won't talk about the character, but it's an interesting character arc, isn't it? From yeah. where he starts and where he finishes. Nine Perfect Strangers. That was what my daughter asked of me. My my wife, uh, a number of weeks ago when she first saw her, said, you've got to see Nicole Kidman's latest effort. It's called Nine Perfect Strangers. And I said, no, I'm not going to watch it. And of mm. course, I didn't watch it until my daughter said I had to watch <laughs> it. Um, look, I'm glad I did. It's an interesting observation. It's a short one season wonder. It's um, it's eight episodes. Um, it went pretty quickly, and especially when you're binging, um, mm. the narrative, the the storytelling is so good and so compelling. It draws you. You you don't want to stop and go and have a coffee or a lunch or see it tomorrow. You want to see yeah. as much of it as possible. So two mm. or three sittings, and I got through it. Um, for me, yeah. the characters were really interesting. I'm a huge Bobby Cannavale fan, as is my me wife. Too. We saw him live many years ago in New York on Broadway, Stop. and he's just fantastic. So yeah. that was one thing that kept me going. I still haven't recovered from Nicole Kidman's wig, <laughs> which I think is a life. <laughs> oh, episode. I thought you were going
0: to say accent.
1: <laughs> oh, the accent. Well, I, you sort of let that slide. Um, yeah. I like Bobby Cannavale, uh, Melissa McCarthy, Luke mm. Evans, Samara Weaving. She's yeah. a really interesting young actress. She's mm-hmm. Hugo Weaving's daughter, of course. Yeah. Um, and she and her boyfriend um, uh, are an interesting uh, couple. I don't want to mm-hmm. do too much of the plot because no. we, 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 we want you to, well. to join us, take up the challenge, and go and see Nine Perfect Strangers. Look, yeah. it's meant to be filmed in, in America The truth of the matter is, although the cars appear to be driving on the left-hand side of the road and they've got California plates on them, it was shot in Ballina, beautiful part of northern New South Wales. I know it very Mm -hmm. well. It rains, and when it rains, it pours, and also shot in Byron Bay. One of the taglines you'll get very comfortable with, uh, welcome to Tranquilum. Tranquilum. That's the That's the. And that's probably uh, all you can really say about it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an assortment of characters, nine mm. perfect strangers come together, and over the next ten days, kind of discover themselves. And uh, the thing that you Each discover other. is the world is filled with stressed out people, um, people, who, people who who have been seriously damaged, mm-hmm. and and something else that we're seeing an awful lot of in this modern world of ours, and that's Mm. uh, people abusing uh, prescription medicines and pharmaceuticals and opiates. Can I say that? Yeah. We see so many people at the moment uh, having an excuse not to get vaccinated because they Mm. don't know what's in the vaccine. Well, it never ceases to amaze me just how many people are prepared to take an illicit drug. Now, you've got to remember, this is the news anchor talking. Um, yeah. For 40 years, they, they were all illicit drugs. The last 10, 15 years, they're all recreational drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth of the matter is no one knows what goes into the cocaine, the heroin, uh, the methamphetamines, the, you you name it, but they're not concerned about that. They're just happy to have it. Uh, here we have a vaccine yeah. that's supposed to protect you and, the, and others in the community, people going, nah, not for me. We are yeah. a silly, silly race of people, aren't we? Mm.
0: It's this whole idea of escaping reality.
1: That's the end, of and my rant. that it's the end of my rant, kind of. By the way.
0: Hey, we're still going. We're still chatting. Oh, um, it's this whole um, want and need to experience something that's otherworldly, I guess. And this, could it,
1: could I mean, really
0: this, drew me in. Sorry.
1: Could it be that there's a little emptiness and they want to fill it artificially? Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, all of these people that come to Tranquillum yeah. have lost a sense of
1: self. Well, well it's, but at, it's interesting you say that because in this particular series, mm. we look at dysmorphia. Yep. We look at um, addiction. Mm. We look at loss. Mm-hmm. We look at a thousand other grief. things. So uh, grief. Yep. So it's very a uh, bullying, abuse, mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So it's very mm-hmm. interesting. What drew you? I interrupted you. You were about to tell us. What what drew you to Nine Perfect Strangers and said, I've got to get Dad to watch it?
0: (laughs) So I watched it pretty much from the first day that it launched. Um, And I think when it first dropped, there was three episodes. And I got overly excited because I thought, oh, my God, this is an opportunity for me to, like, binge a whole season. And then when I finished the end of the third episode, it stopped. And I was like, What? No. No. <laughs> no. Because I think that's when it was really just getting to a juicy part. And so then I had to wait week after week after week. And I was very impatient about it. Um but can I just, I just, can I just thought, stop you there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you know, for, for the last forty odd years, yeah. That's how real television used to work, Lauren. I know. You had to My wait. My brain's not a used to it anymore. <laughs> it's so, un- un- you know un- it's you know, so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. The only thing that you saw every day was the news. Sure. Like, like. <laughs> Sorry, had to throw if that. I in ever you. watched it?
0: <laughs> I watched it when you were oh, on.
1: I watched cruel. it when you were on. So cruel, my daughter.
0: I mean, different Don't go there. I couldn't watch
1: it all the time. No, you couldn't.
0: Watch anyway, anyway, yeah. moving right along.
1: Yes, yeah, moving right along.
0: It was. It was something that I just found really fascinating. The interaction between the different people and, you know, when you always just throw random people into something Mm. that there's always going to be those two people that hate each other, Mm. the two people that bond over something. Like, Mm. you just, you know, it is the regular tropes of every situation like this. Who is your
1: favourite character? Oh. I've got one. I mean... For me, Grace Van Patten.
0: She the, was very good.
1: Who played uh, the, Zoe, the young girl who plays Zoe, who's the daughter yeah. of uh, Michael, Shannon, and, and yeah. Michael Shannon and Asher Ketty. Michael Shannon, of course, first came to light in my world uh, mm. when he when he made a, a real reputation for himself as a fabulous dramatic actor in Boardwalk mm. Empire.
0: Empire, yeah, and yeah. He,
1: and he's gone on and he's done some terrific work. This is mm. some terrific work in this. Asher Kitty, yeah. not so much for me. It, it, the role, maybe it's I just love the Asha role. Keddie. I, I yeah. know, but I don't think it's Ash. It's Ash at her best. But for mm. me, Zoe or Grace Van Patten, she's mm. terrific from the first time you see her till mm. the end. I think it's been. She's the one that I I would um, give five stars to. It's a terrific yeah. effort, and it's not easy. Yeah. And what she does. She does uh, with great effect. So yeah. congratulations to Zoe.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of growth in all of the cast, really. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Um, I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. great
1: so show. that's why
0: I said you need to watch it.
1: My request, keep you guessing as well.
0: <laughs> Do you know what's really funny? I just had a blank moment and thought, oh, what oh. did you just ask me to watch? Um, so, yes, yeah, so you asked Shadow me to watch Shadow and Bone. And Bone. On Netflix. Yeah. So the first thing I did, because, you know, obviously I've never heard of it before, I was like, Google Shadow and Bone. And okay. I found out that it was based off, ready for it, a kid's novel.
1: <laughs> oh, what's the problem with that? Half of the movies you see today are made <laughs> through Marvel or DC comics or, sorry, know, graphic I... novels and they're big movies.
0: I just found it so, like, the, if that's the first thing you read that your dad has recommended you to watch, it's kind of like, okay, dad's reverting back to
1: when he was a kid. Did but you now and I see Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah, we did. Yeah.
0: I don't know if we saw it together, though.
1: Mm, I think did we, we did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well,
0: <laughs> well, the main guy in that is in this. And let me tell you, not bad. He has grown up a lot,
1: hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So there you go.
0: Quite what did impressed. You shadow, what did you make? What no did you bird. make
1: of Shadow and Bone?
0: Um, do you know what I? I liked it. Um, it, like I think I spoke to you about on the phone. It was a little slow to kind of get into it, but. I understand completely that's introducing you to the characters, introducing you to the different kind of ranks of who everybody is and where everybody lies. Um, but I did I did really enjoy it. I So I don't know if this is just me, but I instinctively, when I see a character, decide then and there whether I like them or not and whether I can trust them or not. Ah. I don't know what it is but I hate it about myself because I end up ruining whatever I'm watching for myself because when I'm proven right, I'm like, oh, man, couldn't you just be a good one? Like, (laughs) why? Why? Oh,
1: hang on, hang on. In in Shadow and Bone, uh, the person that you're talking to or alluding to may Mm -hmm. well complete the arc and turn again. We don't know.
0: Oh, so we have to know. wait
1: for season two.
0: Season two. Yeah. All right. So Shadow and Bone is, I mean, how would you describe it? It is a, a
1: fantasy? fantasy. Uh, it's a fantasy and loosely based around, um, you know, a, a, a country called Russia, but it's not called Russia, that it's been split uh, apart by revolution and by war and there's Some magic
0: big black cloud.
1: Has, has created this huge shroud which which can be a place for protection and can yeah. also be a place to lose your mind. Um, people have got to watch it. I don't want to tell them too much. Uh, get yeah. into it. Take the opportunity. Uh, mm. Lauren has seen it and she's kind of now on top of it and cannot wait for season two. It's Shadow and Bone. It's on Netflix. And um, is there going to be another series of Nine Perfect Strangers? Nine, uh, I hope another not. Another new, another nine new characters. I hope or, not. Or is that it?
0: I hope that's it.
1: Okay, there you go. I
0: yeah. I secretly hope that's it.
1: Yeah. I'm and, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, and I was happy with it with the dog they got too at the end. Yeah. No, no, no clues. No clues.
0: <laughs> um. Can I just say that in Shadow and Bone, something that was fascinating to me was the um, hierarchy of kind of where each type of person sat and involve a girl that was raised in an orphanage and ends up working in yeah, yeah. a battlefield. Like, I, yeah, I, I think... I don't I want to what, spoil it for anyone. Okay, let me
1: let me give you a grasp We need to at least of,
0: give them a little something premise, you know?
1: Let me give you something to think about. Okay. The caste system mm. has has been a part of British establishment for years and years and years. The upper house and the lower house, and it was um, upstairs, downstairs, upstairs was the nobleman, downstairs yep. were the servants, and there's a yep. little bit of that in shadow and bone and mm. you could see people uh, working hard above their station and people mm. are sh- stunned by them but yeah. it raises a lot of questions about mm. the way we treat one another it, mm-hmm. it talks about outsiders and so yeah. often in life and so often in life there are interesting lessons to learn in every show every book every every movie uh, if only you mm. look and i think the hardest thing in life is to keep your eyes open to keep your brain yeah. open and this is what i'm finding out with with our podcasts you mm. pitch things to me each and every week and i go oh really the only one that i've really struggled with was yeah. that request where you said to me dad i want you to see white lotus now i've already really? told you i've really i've already told you i struggled through the entire time and it was because simply there was not one character I liked yeah. in that whole show, and yeah. maybe that's and maybe that's that's the message, you know that mm. that you can run into a into a town or you can run into a meeting or you can run into a, a work situation and there won't be one person there that will warm you or make you feel fuzzy, but
0: mm-hmm. oh, as, as a that's when you know you've got to get out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I watched the the required number of episodes so I could talk about it. There was only was eight, ten.
0: I think. So it's I know. fine. And that, and oh, I was did,
1: ten? And I got there oh, as quickly God. as I could. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's a whole new um, reason to binge.
1: <laughs> so speaking of reasons to binge, I've got another mm. program for you, and this is again a departure—something okay. a little bit different. And we talked about okay. a children's book. You know, for Shadow and Bone, or the Origins yeah. of Shadow and Bone has emerged from a children's book. Mm. This series, which is available at the moment on Stan, is called mm. Stan Lee's, that is the man, the Marvel Man who
0: God, died, I love uh, only, uh,
1: who, who died uh, only recently. Um, mm. Stan Lee's The Lucky Man. And it stars James man. Nesbitt. I won't tell you any more but okay. I want you to go and see it. So what have you got okay. for me?
0: Okay, so this one that I'm going to recommend to you, I wasn't really sure of where I felt about it. Ah. But because there's been so much hype, I decided that I would put myself through it and I'll watch it <laughs> because I think we need to talk about it. Um, it's a little thing, you may not have heard of it, called Squid Game.
1: Oh, the Korean television series. Yep, it's on oh. Netflix. Oh god.
0: Now hang on a second, kind okay. sir. Okay. You do like Korean
1: TV shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I- hang on, hang on. I have, I've been threatening you with yes. a Korean series for I'm weeks and weeks for it. and weeks. I'm I'll waiting tell you for what. It. Let's hold up on on The Lucky Man and let me just okay. change. Seeing you're going to get me to go Korean. Yeah. I want you to see vincenzo okay that
0: sounds so korean Korean.
1: (laughs) it's korean oh yeah
0: okay all right i will do
1: it i think it's vincenzo Vincenzo.
0: we're going korean for next week everybody
1: so check it out Mm -hmm. on netflix i went through it um so quickly i couldn't get enough of it um and i think you'll discover the magical bit is the lead the male lead, very good, and I've watched okay. half a dozen of the shows and a movie that he's just starred in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very much uh, in demand. We'll talk about him, of course, next week. So, we'll Vincento, uh, the Korean. We'll see if series. he can beat
0: Ben Barnes.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's pretty funny. Okay. So i okay. you've got Vincento. I've got. Squid game. Squid game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The only time I like squid is when it's salt and (laughs) peppered. All right, Dorge. Time time for us to go. All right. Would you like to do that? As always. Would you like do it? Go on. Close the show.
0: (laughs) Well, that's all we have on this week's episode of TV. It's all we've got. Thanks for joining us. And we hope to see you same place next week if
1: you do like what we do just make sure you make the appropriate like or you know heart. like subscribe subscribe or whatever double tap double tap TV is all we've do what got you gotta do see yeah it is Thank bye you. bye